Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. They're also an award-winning Remax office. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to figure out your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Randy, the more we dive in, the more I realize we need to pull out and look at it from a bigger view, don't you? Yeah, well, I mean, I keep telling you, the whole impetus for this, you know, was curiosity because I'm just an idiot no. and I'm still, and I'm still, I'm still an idiot. I'm, I'm everybody knows I'm joking. You know yes. I mean? We don't know until we know, and there's still mm-hmm. so much about the place that I don't know. And so you and I've had these, had these conversations. So this is going to be our kind of our, what are we calling this? You know, it's kind of the outsiders, the outsiders view to hot Springs village inside out, but it's scatter shooting. You know, I mean, we're not going to go, I don't think, are we, we're not going to take really deep dives into stuff because a lot of these things, people just, you know, okay, can I do this? Can I do that? How does this work? How does that? Well, for instance, can I put it? I've got, I've got a lot. Can I put a mobile home on it? No. Was that clear enough? Was that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so how much conversation do you need? There's no point in diving into why you can't you just no, it's you're violating the rules and regulations if well you and, and 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 let's be very clear on this one and by the way what i'd called this or i was thinking about calling this like the 20 mile high view not the five mile high but i mean from Higher. outer space yeah. what does it look like you know right. from the edges of space. yeah your drone view before you crash it into the lake <laughs> it doesn't go that high anyway yeah but you're right yeah but it, it still did make that noise yeah uh, but no, what I was going to say is, is that the requirements are not, it doesn't say the mobile homes. It says the homes must be site built. Well, what does okay. that mean? Well, let's play that game. Does that mean that I can haul a modular building inside? No. Does that mean I can bring panels and assemble it on site? I think that's something the board's going to, and the ACC are going to have to discuss very soon because that's, that's going to become an issue. Well, what really if I want to build a barn dominium? Can I build a you barn dominium? Well, I've heard this question for 20 years. Can I build a log cabin? There are probably four that I know of in the village. So the absolute answer is yes. Can you build a bar dominium? As long as it meets the code requirements, I don't know why you can't. Okay. And, and let me, let me come back to this just for a second. One of the requirements of the ACC, the architectural review committee is basically the, the most simple function. Randy, I'm going to come to the ACC and I'm going to ask for a permit to paint my house neon and put purple fascia, fascia all the way around it. Well, let's hope they say no. Let's hope they say no. But the one criteria, the one criteria that they can hang their hat on is, does that improve or decrease home values? They're not control freaks. 
They're, they're just trying to oh, make okay. sure that you improve or control the, the value of the home. And I can't think that bright fuchsia or whatever is going to make my home any more valuable or whatever. But but those are some. And actually, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the most common questions. Can you put them all the home? No. Are there is there water power sewer lights? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, do you have to have a, a, a perk test for do you have to have an EPA test? I've never heard some of these things before. No, you don't, because we have a sewer system as all 26,000 acres, as huge as it is, it's all connected to a sewer system. So you don't have to have a sump pump or a whatever, whatever. Does that kind of make some sense? Yeah. If I want to have a, if I, can I have a well? You could, you could hypothetically, if you wanted to get your own water, you could do that. And God knows we got water in Arkansas, but you don't have to. No, of course not. Okay. And typically for what it's worth, we get surface water from the uh, middle fork of the Saline river, which is pristine. It is a protected national waterway. Uh, and we're six, seven miles from one of the largest aquifers in the state or the reservoirs in the state, which is Lake Washtenaw, which is, I was corrected. Somebody corrected me the other day. I thought it was around 26,000. It's closer to 40,000 acres, all protected by the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, not the national guard, but the uh, Corps of engineers. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge protected waterway, but we've got great surface water, but you could build a well, but you would probably get some semi iron laden yeah, water. Right, right. Might be a little rich in iron. If you're, if you're running low, one question that may not be on your list, it may be, but that, that I've gotten is trailers. Mm-hmm. So if I've got a, if I've got a trailer, what kind of trailer can I have in my driveway? Can I have any kind of a trailer? Because somebody commented that a golf trailer, okay, well, if it's a golf cart trailer, but it, does it have to have a golf cart on it? What if I've got two motorcycles that'll fit on my golf cart trailer? People can come up with all kinds of scenarios. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you can have a golf cart trailer, that's pre. I don't know. Can I have as a the, golf cart trailer that doesn't have a golf cart on it, but it's got something else on it? I don't, I'm like, as, I don't. as, as the comedian Gallagher says, everywhere you leak, the world has a bucket. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. There's one, uh, you can have any of those trailers anywhere, anytime you want up to 48 hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There you no, go. I mean, that's the story. That is the story. Okay. You can't park an RV in your front yard for weeks on end. Okay. So I can't have a trailer. I can't have a trailer in, 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 in view of the street infinitely, no matter what kind of trailer it is. And I guess I'm in violation technically right now because our trash is picked up on Monday and, and uh, my trash can still sitting out there. You're supposed to pull it back down in 24 hours, but that's a, don't admit that. Oh, well, this is, yeah, we're recording way in advance. So nobody off the street by now. They'll never come write me a ticket. Yeah. 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 Well, but anyway, you, no, what there, prove you wrong? because it's such a large place. And as, as Jason temple, the engineer says, uh, you know, this is as big as the Island of Manhattan. It's a big place. It's a big place, but imagine the Island of Manhattan that has a million people. We have 19,000. Yeah. There's that. There's that. okay. So if I have a trailer, then it's got, I, if, if I'm going to have it infinitely, then I, it's got to be in a garage. Yeah. You got to store it around back or at least in, in the garage and you know, around back. You know, you got a golf lot, uh, you know, yeah, just, not going to happen. You know, you, it, it's unsightly. That's not going to happen. Story. So I got to have a place. I've either got to have a place off site or if I've got a boat, I got to be in a marina. So, okay. You got to make other arrangements. Okay. Well, you see, a, you see a lot of three car garages in the village. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. All right. Keep going with your list. 
Well, no, I'm just going through the list. And, and let me let me back up. Let me, 20 mile high of you again. 26,000 acres, 34,000 home sites. I'm averaging here, by the way. Roughly 25% set aside as green space, reserve green space, not including the golf courses, lakes, roads, that kind of thing. Uh, as you drive from one end of the village to the other, you're going to drive along Lake De- uh, DeSoto Avenue or DeSoto Drive, I should say. And for the most part, you're not going to see homes from the road because there's a green space buffer. Uh, for the most part, you're not going to see power lines because in all of the 284 subdivisions, all of the power lines are buried. Okay. The, the lines going to them, you could possibly see, but they typically did a really good job of hiding those behind other green spaces. Uh, one of the other features that people don't realize is that <clears throat> where, whereas there's 34,000 home sites, the bottom line is, is that there's no huge blocks of undeveloped property or unsold property. I should be more specific. So, you know, you have people come in and go, boy, I tell you what, I want to buy 20 lots and just build my own subdivision. Well, that's great and fine and all, but every one of these 32,434,283 home sites have been sold. They've already been sold from Cooper, the developer, to an individual or a corporation. So everything in the village technically is in private hands. It's not. So you'd have to get a whole lot of entities to say yes, to sell you their lot. So a you tremendous can even do that. number, a tremendous yeah. number. So, so when we talk about, and people kind of go, yeah, so whatever, you know, uh, Jeff Atkins and I've talked about, we have several double lots where you have two lots together. Uh, somebody, some people like to build a pool on one side, maybe a garage workspace on one and build their home on the other, or have your lot, uh, have your home span across three homes as Brandon told us about the other day. And, and these are fantastic ideas. But you're not going to find a double and a triple just on you, you, you don't don't just call and go, oh, yeah, they'll have they'll have several for me. And Randy, you tell us what's the cost of the doubles for the for the POA fees? Well, that was one of the first questions that I had is, OK, if I buy, if I if I happen to buy two lots that are adjacent to one another, what does the assessment look like? Well, if I build on it, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay the developed assessment. I don't know what the technical term is. What is the technical term? For $94 that? and it has a water meter. That's the only thing. If it has a water meter, it gets the developed status. Yeah. See, I didn't know that when we started the podcast, I, yeah. I assumed it was rooftops. I assumed that if you built a structure, it had, so if there's utilities going to it, then you're going to pay, you know, let's call it a hundred bucks, uh, not, then you're going to pay close to 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. So You've got two lots. That's you're going to pay the the developed assessment on one, the undeveloped on the other. Even if and if the house spans both, that's still what you're going to pay. Well, do in I, the in, in the instance, do I have to I get gave, some special permission to build to build because I know that there's this. I know Cooper built in this. You know this. I don't know how big it is. What is it? A foot? Two feet? It's, it's an easement. It's a minimum of six inches, but there is an easement. So they basically built themselves a buffer between every lot. So if so I own the, two lots, then I've got to somehow account for that. And is that you got to go to Cooper and yeah, you got to go to Cooper and ask for a variance or a variance or to come. And how hard that. is that? Very, very easy. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's under a thousand dollars. It's not that pricey. Okay. Uh, if you're building your home over three lots, you probably have a thousand dollars 
I'm guessing, you know. Okay. Uh, but but for example, on uh, you know, there's one up on Macero back behind us, which is on the ridge. It's a gorgeous view lot. And on the left hand side, I showed you and Rhonda. On the left hand side, they had a beautiful house, a beautiful a pool, a cabana. They had a little, you know, everything. Well, that had a water meter. Okay. And right beside it, they built their house with a three story, a three car garage, which is gorgeous and obviously had a water meter too. So both of those were at $94 a month. You know, you're building a million dollar space or, you know, or 780,000. Another couple hundred bucks here and there's probably not going to kill you. Not going to kill you. You probably have those, those left. It would kill you and me, but it would, it would, it would hurt. It would hurt. That's for (laughs) sure. Well, give, take me back 20 more miles. What am I missing here? The, uh, the, it's a, it's a gated community, extraordinarily low crime, uh, right adjacent to national forest and timberland. It's, it's very wilderness area, uh, right nearby, um, tons to do within an hour in any direction between the national forest and hiking trails and waterfalls and whatever. Well, and we, we've already, you know, thankfully we we've already had Kevin on talking about remodeling and stuff. And a lot of the stuff that he has said, and, and of course I would refer people back to the show with Brandon, um, Tedder of Renaissance homes, you know, I mean, some of the far and away, the thing that you and I hear about is building, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I want to build, I want to build in there. And of course, all of the things that are happening in the economy worldwide, well, certainly here in North America, those apply to the village. And I would say even more so, I mean, I'm sitting here in Dallas, Fort worth, which is where I live full-time, uh, currently, uh, and there's a boatload of builders and it's still problematic. So now you take the village and an, an ecosystem that doesn't have near as many builders. And to me, it's, it's, it's just amplified. doesn't mean it can't be done. You know, uh, great friends of the show, Gary and, and, and Deb Mouton are building that gorgeous house just across the lake from you. Uh, and that, that house, I mean, they told us they ordered the appliances months and months and months and months ago before they ever poured a slab, mm. you know, kind of a thing. So those, those issues are still in play in the village. Um, I don't know. I mean, and there's just so many questions about that, that we get, and I, I'm not even smart enough to know what the questions are anymore. Well, I would say also, I mean, just, I mean, let's just play logistics, Randy. You've got a truckload of specialty tile. You're going to send it to Dallas. You're going to send it to hot springs. You tell me. Yeah. Well, I'm, if you've got a developer who's got, you know, dozens of houses under construction, that guy's got, he's got scope and scale on his side. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just how it goes, yeah. you know, but, but like Kevin said, have a plan, have a plan B you know, ha- have an option B and you see it, you see it on H- anybody that watches any of these HGTV shows, you, you see it over and over. Somebody picks out the granite countertop. They love it. Okay. The call comes in. We can't get that. And it, it would throw the whole project three months behind schedule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you'll see them say you need to pick out another one. And sometimes the couple just acts like it's the end of the world. It's like, that's the only granite that will possibly do, you know, and they take them through the shop and they look and lo and behold, guess what? They find something. And in many cases, they find something they like even better than their first choice. You know, so I appreciated Kevin's and we'll link up to, to that show for people that may have missed it. But for those people that are building in the village or, or planning to build, 
I, I just, I thought that was super great practical advice. Just don't get locked in. I got to have this kind of countertop. I got to have these kind of appliances. I got to have these kind of plumbing fixtures because the supply chain right now is just crazy. And let's put this in perspective. Uh, I appreciate the fact that we were able to interview Brandon on a Friday afternoon that was relatively yeah. slow. Yeah, well, we interviewed Kevin as he's holding his cell phone going from place to right. place. And as soon as he hung up, he walked in another building to do another job, to do another job. If you're trying to find a builder that's going to be solely dedicated to you and does only what you want, A, you can't afford that. B, you won't find that in this day and time, I don't believe. Is that fair enough, Randy? Yeah, I mean, it's not like I got firsthand experience, but in talking to a lot of people who are in the process and throes of it, uh, it's just it's just the way it's just the way life is right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the, the double lots, you and I have talked because there've been some, there have been what I would describe as interior lots. Right. And, and so and let's, when, let's, when we talk about lots, we usually talk about golf, golf lot, golf course mm-hmm. lots. And that means it could be on a golf course or it could be in real close proximity to a golf course. Same thing with lake lots, waterfront property premium, but it could be in, it could be in a development where you're a street away, you know, or like like Dennis is on the water, but directly across the street, they don't, they're not waterfront, but the views are still pretty stinking good. Nice. Uh, You know, I mean, if Dennis isn't sitting out on his front porch, you know, ruining the view for you or something, but you know, but, but we talk about that. And then we talk about interior lots. Well, the interior lots are lots that don't have either one of those things, but they got, mm-hmm. they got woods. And for those of us, my hands in the air that love woods. I mean, there's some gorgeous places, but I remember talking to you about one particular area that I was fond of and we started looking it up. And I mean, you know, to your point earlier about these lots, I don't know, 30, 40, it, you just look and it's like a different name and it's like, well, if you wanted to buy two, you, you got to get two willing sellers, you know, that, that would work with you. I'm not saying you couldn't do it, but might be challenging. Might well, not. What, what people don't understand. And, and I, we don't, we don't stand on a straight corner and bang the gong about this, but you know, people that are, are followers of the show have seen myself and you and Jeff Atkins many times. And he's a great interview and, a, and a, you know, for a bank, for a, for a, a bank programmer, He's actually interesting, which I think is rare. I mean, you know, programmers, they're, they're dull, you know, it's so it's CPA and then programmers and, you know, he'll appreciate that. But anyway, my point being is that Jeff and I, when we see anything that there, that there's a, a lot or a lot adjacent to someone, we see a lot come up for sale beside one of our premium lots. We're like, man, okay, let's talk to these people. Let's see what we can do. Cause it's so rare. We have actually assembled on one of the golf courses Jeff and I have assembled a triple I never in my wildest thoughts assumed that we would be able to get not a double on a golf course lot, which was hard enough, but a triple on a golf course lot. So you could have a a house that spanned three lots right at the number 10 green of punts. If you're interested in that information, Mm -hmm. but my point being it's, it's hard to get that information because, because when they broke up 34,283 home sites, Nobody ever thought we were wanting to pull them back together. And, you know, when they developed this 50 years ago or up to 30 years ago, nobody said, hey, let's make a state size properties. Let's make three quarter right. acre. Let's make whatever. Well, there's some like that in DeMonte, but there's a 700. Well, and that's and that's an answer to a question that we sometimes get, uh, yeah. especially for those of you that maybe have never visited the village. And we I mean, 
we can't strongly enough encourage you to make to visit, come and visit um, the size of the lots. Typical lots are a quarter to a third of an acre. There, there are 120 kind of, yeah, there are exceptions to that, but most of the lots that you're going to find in there are going to be, are going to be about that size. How many, do you have any idea of how many of these lots are actively for sale? I'm going to put the number with clear title. I'm going to put that number about 7,000 man. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to emphasize the whole clear title and we've done plenty about that. We're not going to go on and on about it here, but point, you know, but, um, we would refer you back to the show. I guess it was, it might've been just last Friday, you know, with, uh, with Marla, uh, at the title company. And we've done a lot of shows on it. You're going to see a lot of stuff online and we do get this question. You see stuff online, people willing to carry the paper they'll just, you can just buy or beware. We, we don't know. need no stinking closing company. Yeah, we we're don't just need saying no buyer, we'll this for yeah, you. buyer, be buyer, beware. You man, know, you've got man. a lot of foreign sellers and, but, and but a lot of never this, been ba- here. well, and a lot of this based on what you have, you and Jeff and others have, have told me, you know, you've got investors that came in, they bought property. They never, they never laid eyes on the property may or may not have a clear title. And now they're just trying to flip it because, well, times are pretty good and they think, okay, well, we can, we can, we can make a buck and we'll just carry the paper, but. Well, and they may or may not be constant, uh, caught up on their POA dues on their, uh, taxes. Most of these were bought at tax sale. They have a quiet, they have a dirty deed. They have a deed that could you couldn't build on for the next 15 years, literally no exaggeration, but we're going to hold that note for you. And when you start paying for it, then we're going to go clear that title. And then maybe when you're through making your payments, maybe we'll give you a deed on our good word. Go see a title company. I can't make that clear enough. Yeah, and the influx of cash, you know, can make people can tempt people to think, yeah, but I, you know, I don't care. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to get a mortgage. I'm just going to pay cash. I mean, to me, it's like, then you're really crazy. You're yeah. really crazy if you're going to, you're going to throw out hundreds of thousands of dollars to build a house on a lot that may not have a clear title. Thank <laughs> you. Why would you do that? Why would you risk that much of your investment on property that may there may be something you know tricky about it? So yeah, absolutely. In Get title words, insurance and yeah, because we're not talking big money. Policy. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say? I said I buy said a three hundred dollar title insurance yeah. policy. Yeah, or two hundred dollar title insurance yeah, policy. Yeah, there's that. The very best money you will spend, and and you think I was in that business the way we preach this repetitively, and and we've also talked about why it's so important because so many of these properties have flipped names again and again and again and again, and maybe somebody who was divorced and hasn't had that had there's a claim on it or they could have a claim on it. You don't know that until the title company does the research. Anyway, we because we've had so many people who 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 watch the show who are from different parts of the country. I've also gotten emails about basements. Yeah, you know, like here, here in North Central Texas, you ain't gonna find a house with a basement. We don't have flat basement. land, flat land. Yeah, we just don't have basements. So some people from other parts of the country, where I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming they have basements, but the inquiry is. So, you know, do all the homes in Hot Springs Village have basements? Just the ones that need them. <laughs> yeah. 
which is an awful lot of them. Well, it's an awful lot of them. And let's be frank. We, I said a moment ago, and, and I don't want to overgeneralize, but I said a moment ago that the average lot's 80 by 120. That is that that is an average statement that is not an accurate statement because they can range from 37 to 41 to 120 to 219 to because of the topo of the village yes it's beautiful rolling hills and it's the pretty steep mountains in places or really high points all that said you can't make 80 by 120 on everything because you can't get access you can't drive a, you put a, a, a driveway I'm looking here, as you said that I'm thinking of the, on the 168 homes on this side, I think Rick said there was 225 homes on all of this uh, Lake DeSoto. I'm trying to think of more than 15 houses that do not have a basement, but it's for a reason because when you live by the lake, the lake makes a V well, duh. That means in typically you're going to want your view of the lake being in the back of your house, not in the front of your house. So that means the front of your house has a ton of water coming down to it. So you're typically going to need a French drain or a system to carry away a lot of rain in the last this month, this month, I'm going to guess we've had 12 inches of rain between 10 and 12 inches of rain here. Yeah, It's spring. That's what we do. We have a lot of water. Well, there's a reason the trees are big and the reason it's green. There's exactly, that's exactly. And there's a reason the trees volunteer everywhere. Poof, you know, but you probably want a French drain on the front of your house. There can be a basement. We have a basement in this house, but if you're carrying, if you're keeping the water from hitting the front of your house, of your foundation and sitting there and you can carry it around the sides and let it go down to the lake, having a basement is not a problem. Having a basement in a wet area is not a problem. Um, now in the rest of the village, the interior lots and so forth, I would bet maybe 10% or even a lot less than that have basements. But when you're in a rocky, hilly area, if you have a view, well, one of the reasons you have a view is because you're on a hill. You, it, it behooves you to make a basement. Uh, if you're on the golf course, eh, not so much necessarily. There's a lot of flatter places on the golf course. So people out that. of state have also inquired about, about the yards and what is the makeup of the yards because they get on these real estate sites and sometimes they see grass and sometimes they see an awful lot of gravel kind of, a lot of stone. Yeah. Of, so talk we, to us about that. We call that low maintenance. Uh, if you wish you can decorate your yard with stone because there's a whole lot of mowing. Uh, typically, uh, my maintenance guy comes by and mows the yard about every eight to 10 days in the summer. And that's when it's dry and not raining so much. Well, it's not, we're not trying to be comprehensive. You know, we, we said up front that this was kind of a kind of a scatter shoot, but hopefully we've provoked a little bit of uh, curiosity for people and please, please, please use the contact form at our website, or you can email us at hello at hsvinsideout.com. Um, people have been, have been great. Uh, you know, we, we told Claire a month or so ago at the time, and I need to, I need to look, but you know, at the time, the number two state, uh, for our email newsletter was New York. So, uh, we appreciate all of you folks that are, that are out of state and it's kind of fascinating. We're flattered. We're flattered by it, but man, get yourself, get yourself into the village to at least visit. Um, and we'll have to do another show on short term rental because, you know, Den Dennis and I have, have got strong opinions about that, that we're happy to share. 
And uh, it's the way that I got to the village. And I keep thinking, you know, if that hadn't been available to me, I would have no way. I would have no way of knowing the place, falling in love with the place, investing in the place. I was talking to Mike Varney the other day, Mike Varney, friend of the show, and he has been on the show. And here's a man who has invested in a number of properties in the village. And he had a group of, of golfers who came. He largely, his rental strategy is largely to golf outings. You know, six, eight guys come into the village and they golf and they play 18 holes in the morning, 18 holes in the afternoon. They're here for three days and they play six different golf courses. Right. I mean, and, they're, and, and they're thrilled. Where else yeah, are they going to go? Yeah. And they that? never play. Yeah. They never played the same, <clears throat> the, the same course, you know, and he was doing just some quick math and figured that between golf fees and obviously renting, uh, from him, but we're talking two or three nights. Okay. So we're not talking about people that are here for a week, you know, and we're talking $5,000 pumped into the economy. Um, you know, so all of that to say this Airbnb, you'll find a link on our website to Dennis's rental properties, D and D, um, properties, just, you can contact Remax. They've got short-term, uh, rentals galore. You can find Mike Varney and, and his properties there. There's some gorgeous, gorgeous places to come over here and to experience the village. So this is the time of year for those of you that are out of state who are thinking about this place. Yeah. Now, now is the time. And we hope to not just shine a bright light on stuff, but to answer some of the questions, because as you and I've talked that, that largely was the impetus for the show. I'm a guy here in the Dallas Fort Worth area who loved the place and had aspirations, still have aspirations to spend a big chunk of my time there. Lord willing one day. And I'm like, I need to, I need to know more. I just need to know more. Cause it's a, it's such a unique, a unique place. Dennis is found and he's admitted to those of you that watch the show, you know, some of the stuff that he's even discovered. He's an Arkansas boy. You know I mean? Th these are his, he stomped around these places when he was a kid. So, but there's just so much to know. Sometimes, you know, you feel like, I feel like I'm just kind of drinking from a fire hose and just trying to figure out all the little nuances, you know, of the place, but it's still, it's, it's still, as we say in the, uh, in the intro, it's still one of the most gorgeous places on the planet, at least for me. We think so. Well, you know, everybody has a different definition you know, Diane and I saw a, uh, we talked about, uh, better call Saul and the breaking bad and all that the other day. Uh, I see those vast vistas of, of the dry landscape. And I think that's pretty, but when's it, when's it going to rain? Cause there's something wrong with this picture, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's pretty, but yeah, you know, I'm, I don't, no offense to anybody who does. It's just not my, Hey, come yeah. on. It's why in the lightning round, we ask woods or beaches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm the guy that would say woods and a lot of people, even a lot of people who love the woods of hot springs village will answer beaches, mm. you know, so yeah, but, uh, to each his own. Yeah. They're not living on the flat plains of, uh, of Arizona or New Mexico or yeah. 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 No, no, well, but you need to get to the village. If you, if you're listening or watching our show and you have never experienced it and I'm still amazed at the number of people, Dennis, that watch our show and listen, and they've never been to Arkansas. 
Mm-mm. No, and, and there you talk about the silent majority. I mean, that's kind of that kind of thing. And, and let me let me put a kick in here real quick. You say, where would we even get started? You know, Dennis, we listen, listen to you and Randy all the time and bless your souls. Thank you. We appreciate that. The, the bottom line is go to explorethevillage.com. That is the POA website. Go to explorethevillage.com. Look for the discovery tours. Now you're going to find a two or three day tour. They will put you up in some really nice accommodations. If you wish, you can meet with a realtor. You say, well, I really don't want to do that. It's going to be hard for you to get even the scratch the surface of what this place is like without a realtor or a guide or somebody to show you around. All that to say, book a couple of nights and then try to extend it somewhere else because you cannot even, you talk about drinking from a fire hose. Look, it it may sound like I'm the fire hose and I'm just always telling you all this stuff. The bottom line is, it's it's just too much to grasp in in the timeline allotted uh this last week uh, tuesday this week uh diane and i went to um the gangster museum with the rotary club now i know a lot about the history of hot springs village and was or hot springs and was able to contribute a lot when we were talking about these things but i had a whole lot of great questions too uh when the uh this will date some people but when the mountain valley uh bottling facility when their hotel burned to the ground, Ethel Merman came out in her night coat because the building was burning down and she was staying there at the same time. Ethel who? Yeah. Everything's coming up. Roses. Yeah. 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 You'll get the gist anyway. Um, but all of that to say, there's just so much to absorb. It's mm, Randy. I'm going to ask you this. I'll come back around to this later. How on earth, how on earth was mountain Valley water connected to bootlegging? any idea they ship mountain valley water during prohibition they ship mountain valley water all over the world because of its healing properties and they took the bottle and they put the label on upside down mm-hmm. and if you got a bottle with the label upside down it wasn't exactly water it was something a little stronger clever Cooked clever those backwoods. bootleggers very very clever cooked in the backwoods of arkansas just for you anyway Thanks for this 25 mile high view. Thanks for listening and just kind of sorting through this, Randy. I will let's come back and address. Well, we didn't, t- we didn't, as they say, we didn't touch the hem of the garment on the thing. You know, it's just for amazing. Sure. The other thing that we get, and we'll have to do another show on this because we're, there is no time limit to podcast, but Dennis and I kind of have a time limit. <laughs> the other thing that we get that we'll have to dive into is is people that want to know what there is to do, especially people that are coming with family, people that are coming with kids. And if kids are a certain age and if kids are another age and if kids are yet another age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we get that a lot. And I guess I'm just going to tease that and tell you, we've heard you, we've gotten the emails and it's something that is on our schedule to do. Let me say three things real quick. And, and just, this will just give you the range of things. Uh, young kids, the alligator farm and petting zoo is a 10 million on a scale of one to five. The kids love it. Number two, mid to teens. They like a ride at the Panther Lodge. They go out and do a horse ride out at the Panther Lodge or go out to the Crystal Museum. Not far from here at all, maybe eight miles. And then uh, older kids love, love Magic Springs, the rides, the water park, all the things you would find in a bigger city. And then we older kids, sometimes we show up at, at Oakland at the casino on the right days. But other than that, other than that, and that's not Randy, by the way, but other than that, 
We don't have me. anything for you to do. Yeah. I keep my money in my pocket. Really? Does it work there? No. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, in the but, casino. It, but it better than gambling it though. It, it, does, it doesn't work in the slot machine either. No, I can give you. <laughs> no it doesn't. True story. And I'll end on this. Sure. So I, I'm not a gambler at all, but I had a coworker and I would go to the consumer electronics show in Las Vegas every year because it was the industry I was in. Sure. So I had a person and they gave me like a $20 chip and they said, just here, it's yours. Just bet it quite, you know, while you're, while you're there. So I carry it with me all through the show. I go up to the cashier at the end and I turn it in. She gives me a $20 bill and I went home. I went home with the $20 bill. And when I got back, he said, well, well, and I showed him the 20 bucks and I said, <laughs> I got 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 so more than he had 20 more. Yeah, than he had. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so no, I'm a teetotaler and I don't, I don't, I don't drink or gamble. I'm trying, I'm trying to live right. I'm not I saying told, I'd always do it, but I'm trying. Yeah, I told Diane one time, I said, you know, I, I'm trying to convince you that this slots machine, that, that there's more skill involved here than if a monkey sat and slapped this button 300 times, you know, and she's like, are you calling me a monkey? I'm like, it is time to go in it, honey. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Let's be moving on now. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Yeah, exactly. All right. Say good night, Dennis. Good night, Dennis. For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. He's Randy Cantrell. And thank you for listening and watching again. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend. 